Hey, 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 y'all. Hey, 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 y'all. This is your girl, Tony, or Tanetta Clay, here at the Social Worker Coach Podcast. I want to welcome y'all to this podcast episode and say hello to y'all. Your girl has had a lot going on, y'all. I haven't spoken to y'all probably in the past month, maybe a few weeks, or at least maybe just a few weeks. But like I said, it's been a lot going on. Um, of course, we have taken our trip. Of course, we went down to um, Miami for a few days, for about three, four days. And then we went to a six-day cruise after that. So like I said, it was awesome. A cruise down to um, the Caribbean, the Bahamas, let me see, Grand Turk. We went to, it was Carnival Cruises Island. I think it's called Coco Cay. I hope that's the right name. If not, look it up because I forgot. <laughs> and then the Dominican Republic. So like I said, that was just awesome, y'all. To see those places, to of course walk around those um, cities and towns, because we did take um, a bus tour, a bus tour, sightseeing tour, and that kind of things. So we can go see La Havana and all kind of places when we're in Miami. And then we of course took one down in um, was it Grand Turk? Shoot, not one Grand Turk. It was Dominican Republic. We actually took one in there too. And of course, I posted pictures on uh, my YouTube and. Um, like picture videos and that kind of thing on my YouTube, my TikTok, and Facebook and stuff like that. If y'all want to check those out, they're all my name, Tonetta Clay, T-O-N-E-T-T-A, Clay, like the boning Clay, C-L-A-Y. And I'll put that link, of course, in the uh, <clears throat> in the um, show notes as well, so you can go check those, my social medias out. And, of course, you can like me on the, any, any other social media sites as well. Just follow me there. It is fine. And, of course, since you're listening to this podcast, make sure that you, of course, follow this podcast as well. Make sure that you download, subscribe, follow, and, of course, share this with your tribes, with your friends, your families, your coworkers, if, if it pertains to work or something that they need to hear. I guess I put it that way as well. Make sure that you share this with them. Like I said, this is something that, like I said, there's um, this podcast, like I said, can we definitely reach many, I guess I put it that way. And I need your help in doing so, I guess I'd say that. So, like I said, definitely feel free to share it because um, I do want these messages to get out so other folks can know what's going on and so they can know what the social worker coach is all about, my background, my expertise, and what, of course, lessons I have to share with y'all that can, of course, help you all succeed and prosper and, of course, um, move forward in life as well. So, so like I said, definitely, again, welcome here. Like I said, your girl has been doing a lot. Like I said, um, the cruise was fine. Um, but like I said, there's a lot going on within our household, within our, um, me and my partner, of course, I'm helping him raise this um, now 16-year-old daughter. And of course, as y'all can imagine, there are some, of course, it, with, with all teens, there's issues, of course, that come up. I'm sure y'all know that. And like I said, that's a lot of what we, we, we've been dealing with. Um, actually, since she came to stay with us back in um, late May this year, probably, a, um, what is this, I guess four months ago? Let me see, four know six months ago about six months ago <clears throat> when she came down to Arizona to stay with us and like I said we've been dealing with a lot with behaviors and that type of thing and things that she shouldn't be doing I guess I put it that way as well and of course we all know we all have been teens I'm sure because I know a lot of y'all listen to this are probably over the age of 25 30 I guess I put it that way so y'all not teens anymore but y'all been there we've all been there um, and of course we've all been there we all know what goes on um, in the teen years, some folks, of course, um, some folks, of course, do well. Don't. Cause I, I wasn't one that, of course, was 
um, sneaking out of the house or smoking any kind of drugs or doing drinking liquor. I mean, I've tr I tasted things. I guess I put it that way as an adult. I guess I've had like a a little uh, like sipping of like somebody's drink or, or my partner my partner ordered a drink down in Miami, of course. Um, so I had like a sip of his. Like I said, I'm, I'm not a drinker. I'm not. I don't use any kind of drugs or smoke or anything like that. But I know there's other. Of course, teens I was growing up around, the family, friends, the environment I was in, a lot of them did. Um, and like I said, I was the only one, I think, probably in that circle who, who or, or my friend circle or my friend environment, family group as well, who does not, besides my aunt, because my, one of my aunts don't, uh, she doesn't smoke or drink either. Um, but like I said, me and her are the both, I guess, two unicorns. My aunt is actually her 70s, so, <laughs> but still, like I said, she's still a unicorn considering her age group as well. Um, didn't drink smoke, didn't really take it, take to liking of anything like that. <clears throat> like I said, I know some teens do. Um, and then of course it goes, it can go into adulthood and I mean into adulthood and stuff like that, which we, we all know that. Um, but like I said, I know our young people sometimes don't understand that and don't understand how some of the, the choices that they make can of course impact their life, even though they see of course, maybe some adults that they know doing um, smoking or drinking or whatever the case may be. Like I said, that's that's kind of some of the issues that we're dealing with, um, with our, I guess well, I guess we want to say with our teen in the household, and like I said, just of course, all the ups and downs as you all can probably imagine, I'm sure, <laughs> the ups and downs and all the behaviors that comes along with that, including at school and suspensions and stuff like that, and like I said, we're just trying to figure out how to navigate this whole thing. Of course, he and I both work with, um, or have worked with. Um, youth um, of all ages from birth to what 21 years old who's had similar issues who may be like you know because I worked in the foster care system for about eight years then I went on to work at a, um, a, um, a, a work with single mothers and their children at a transitional housing program and an apartment program as well um, and then of course I went on to work with the older population after that and that kind of thing but that was the first 16 years of my life I work with those under the age of 21 and like I said in various capacities like I said definitely uh, uh, yeah a lot of them were of course like I said um, whether it was smoking weed or whether it was doing some other type of drug because I had teens doing all type of things prostituting I've had people doing all kind of stuff I guess I put it that way of course they've of course the ones I worked with at the facility they all had kids or pregnant had no more than two kids some had two and were pregnant at the time as well um, 16 17 that was the lifestyle that, that a lot of them were living I guess I put it that way and like I said, um, he's worked with, of course, youth and children. He still works with youth now, with autism, actually. And um, he's worked with in a lot of different um, facilities where I actually used to place the kids I used to work with, working in the foster care system. And then, of course, subsequently working in the, um, the shelters, the, like the, um, the transitional housing program, because some of those were um, in foster care and that type of thing. And that's why they were staying at the facility with us. Um, but like I said, he's worked in various capacities of behavioral health tech and that type of thing. And like I said, so we have at least combined both of us because we both actually started around. Well, I didn't know him when he started, but he has about 24 plus year, 24 years, and I have 24 years as well in this field. So that's what 46 years of experience, I guess, coming from both of us. And not to mention, of course, um, working with our, um, not working, but living with our families and in our environments, how we grew up who we know, our friends, our associate groups, or some people that we knew we don't talk to anymore. Of course, all those, we, we, we always know all those types of things go on. But like I said, we have a lot of years of experience between us, and it seems like when it comes to the child in our household, 
we can't seem to break through that mold, I guess I put it that way, as far as helping her understand that um, anything that you do in life, regardless as to who you're with, whether it's with us, whether it's with another family, whether it's with at school, whether it's at a job, or whether it's at an apartment, wherever you want to be, at a house that you're renting, or whatever it is, there's always going to be rules and rules to follow and rules and regulations that people have. Even in regular society, of course, we all know that, of course, the police or whoever, the sheriffs or whatever kind of town you're in, the law, there's always the, the law. They have rules and regulations that we have to follow just by being citizens in this country, I guess I put it that way. We just can't go out here and do anything that we want and all that type of stuff. So like I said, we, we've been dealing with these things and just trying to figure out how to break through. So if anybody out there in podcast land, wherever you listen to this podcast, and like I said, make sure that you share this with other parents, other folks who are whether biological or parents taking care of, foster children, other people in the family, whoever's kids, whoever they're raising. They got little ones at home under 21. Like I said, share this with them because we do need um, some wisdom and some guidance as well. Like I said, we're in our upper 40s, so but both of us are 47, like I said, have all these years of experience, actually about our same age of age of years of experience, actually. And like I said, we can't seem to break through to this child, I guess I put it that way. Um, but like I said, share this out. And like I said, hopefully somebody out there that listens to this may have some some more suggestions. We've been, we've been through a lot, trust me, in these last well, six months. And before we moved here to, to Arizona, actually she stayed with us back in St. Louis before we actually came to St. before we moved to Arizona, um, what July 2022, um, she actually stayed with us back in St. Louis, Missouri as well, back in Missouri for about, um, like during um, her whole middle school career, I guess I put it that way. Was doing well, doing fine, that kind of thing. We left, um, she stayed with the other parent for about a year or so, then of course came down here six months ago. And like I said, it's just been issue after issue after issue, and we're trying to figure out how to reach this child, because nothing that we do, taking a cell phone, um, we barely asked her to do any chores. Of course, most kids have a lot of chores in the household. We just gave her the floors to mop the floors and sweep the floors. That still ain't getting done. We gave her all types of, we had the dishes. We, that wasn't getting done. It was just, she doesn't really care about anything, I guess I put it that way. Besides, well, I can't say besides, I guess her friends, as some of y'all may, of course, with, with kids, know that um, a lot of teens, of course, that's what they look forward to seeing and being with and all that type of stuff. And that's all that she, of course, seems to want to talk to and that kind of thing. And um, so, like I said, we definitely need some suggestions if you have any. Like I said, definitely we've tried all types of things. We know that we can't beat her or that kind of thing. Of course, we, we don't want to go to jail. I mean, stuff like that. So, like I said, we've took taken the cell phone. We've, um, the punishments. I mean, all none of that stuff seems to actually work at all. No matter what we do, we've been through, of course, different training. We Our, our background speaks to that. I mean, like I said, we, we've worked in the child sector for 40-something years. I mean, we, like I said, we have all the experience. We have experience dealing with, with other kids in our families and stuff like that that we can actually reach and talk to and that kind of thing. But I know that when you're in a household with people too, sometimes those people need to listen to somebody outside that household instead of you, I guess I put it that way. Meaning that us as a parent inside the household, sometimes she may need to find or we may need to actually find somebody for her to actually talk to that type of thing. We tried therapy many years ago, was in therapy. Um, sit there and say nothing. I guess I put it that way, the same thing she does with us when we ask about what's going on, that type of thing. Like I said, sit there and say nothing. We can sit there for hours, it's, we get nothing. Um, except for, I, I don't know. Um, but like I said, definitely, like I said, it's just getting very hard and difficult to actually deal with this little person. 
Um, and like I said, I know she knows rules. Of, I mean, I know she knows a lot, well that she's living a life and that kind of thing, but and I know everybody has a difficult life. She was adopted. Um, back, they adopted her when she was about five or six years old, which doesn't really mean anything. They're still the people who raised her, him and his um, ex-wife. And like I said, it's just, it's just definitely, like I said, hard to break through to this child. Um, we're actually in the process of, well, he's my partner's in that process of trying to find her family and that type of thing to, because she did ask about them, like what happened, what's going, I mean, who were they, that type of stuff. So we don't really have any information at all. Um, all we have is a, a last name for her father's first name. So we're trying to find out, of course, uh, whether how we can reach this person, find out information about them, have searched them online, and we're coming up against. I don't know. We we just haven't happened to haven't had any luck yet. I we have sent off her um, the medical records, of course, our birth records. We can get them from the hospital. I haven't got those. Been over. About a month, and my partner's month, probably two months, and a month and a half now, probably. My partner's going to check on that. Um, we'll be checking on that again this week to see what's going on, and to see what they need anything from us or what the case is. We don't know what's going on. Like I said, beside the point, she's still in the household. I guess I put it that way. While we're trying to find these people and family and that kind of thing, um, so we still have to figure out some ways, of course, to deal with her. And like I said, I worked in the foster care system, and he's worked with foster kids a lot of, majority of his life, actually, well, career life, I guess I put it that way. That's who he's dealt with, um, kids with different behavioral issues like this, some more severe, some sexual offenders, and I work with them as well. Um, car thieves, we've had all types of stuff, kids in juvenile detention, kids been sentenced to, to prison for stealing cars, for carjacking folks, for robbing folks. Like I said, we've had all types of issues, selling drugs with, with the kids that we've worked with. And like I said, yes, I know some people we can get across and some people we can't. But like I said, in our own household, we were hoping that, of course, coming down, there would be like a different behavioral change and she started doing a lot, doing better and that kind of thing. And that has not taken place at all. Um, it's honestly gotten worse. And like I said, we're just trying to figure out what else to do. Um, like I said, as far as raising this child, I guess I put it that way as well. We both love her, of course, we want the best for her. But, of course, we can only ask for so much out of her. I guess I put it, well, I can't say ask for so much out of her. What I'm, where I'm going with that is, is that I know that no matter what age a person is, they have to want it more than the people around them wants it. We can't want her to, of course, get, get at least C, C's, um, C grades in school, and she doesn't even want to care or even try or do any homework. She has to want it, too. That's where I was going with that. And like I said, I know that she has to want it, too. But like I said, definitely... What do you do with a person like that? I guess I put it that way, besides just giving up on the person. And like I said, I know that's a statement to statement that I'm making, I guess I put it that way. But like I said, there's at some point, what point do we get to of what we can't do anything with the person? What point do we? I mean, is there a giving up point, I guess, for parents? I guess I put it that way. I would definitely hate to give up. And I see very much potential in this child. Trust me, a lot of potential. We know that she was, of course, straight A, not straight A, but getting A's and B's, doing well. Back, Like I said, back when she was in our household before we left for Tucson, because she wanted to stay there with her other parent and that kind of thing. And so she was there about a year and a half or so. And like I said, everything just went haywire. Um, coming down here has just gotten worse. And like I said, we're trying to figure out how to reach her. Um, if anybody else has any other ideas, like I said, we have a lot of experience, but um, experience working with family, friends. I had family that was on drugs, different things, environment growing up, people on drugs, my own parents wrong drugs and stuff like that. Um, my dad died of a drug overdose. My mom, of course, passed of cancer back when I was, what, 21 years old. 
my dad died when I was, what, 30, 31 years old. And like I said, I know all the behaviors. I had other family environment, cousins, friends who were on drugs and using different things. And when I say drugs, marijuana is included in that. To me, that's a drug as well. Um, and regardless as to how it, of course, may be medicinal and that type of thing or help with health. I'm sure a lot of drugs like opioids, they help with health and pain management and stuff like that too. I understand that. But uh, being abused is when I'm talking about the abuse of the drugs. I guess I'd say that. That's what I mean when I say um, drug abuse. I guess I put it that way as well. And like I said, I'm just relating all drugs to that. Anything that gives you a hallucinogenatory effect, I guess I'd say that for me. And that's including alcohol too. Um, cigarettes, all those kind of things are, to me, they're all in the same kind of category. Um, but like I said, definitely it's just that, just trying to figure out, like I said, with, with given all that, how to reach this particular person. Like I said, I'm asking for your help. Like I said, he and I, of course, um, we have talked about this several times. Of course, over the last several months, of course, just trying to figure out what to do, how to do things, what to enforce, what not to enforce. Um, what ways to say things in so she can best understand. But she, I'm sure she, she understands anything else. Friends, everybody else, what everybody else got to say. But when it comes to us, like I said, it just seems like there's just a lot of pushback because we're trying to enforce the rules. We're trying to enforce that, of course, you have to do something, whether it's going to school, getting a GED, getting a job, or both of those things. You can't just sit up here and do nothing and keep getting suspended and stuff like that because of all the, the abuse you want to do with all these different things on the street. And like I said, it's just becoming... <clears throat> we don't know what to do at this point besides giving up. I mean, other than that, there's nothing else we can do, to be honest with you. And like I said, I'm, being, like I said, I'm very open, honest, and transparent on this podcast. So like, that's why I'm coming to y'all to ask y'all whether, like I said, please make sure that you share this with somebody that's a parent that can, of course, provide some extra um, options, I guess, that we may be able to take. I guess I put it that way. Because like I said, we're definitely reaching out instead of taking the, the harsh route, the harsher route of giving up and that type of thing. Just trying to see what else we can do. What I'm going to actually do is try to, um, well, I don't know. Because she wouldn't talk to a therapist. This has been years now. She's had, we've had therapists assigned. We just stopped with the therapy. What's the point? You're not going to just sit here and waste their time either. Then you're not talking, not even saying anything, not even, won't, 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 won't take responsibility for anything. Um, so we're just like, okay, what's the point with that at this present time? We're just giving up on the therapy. Um, but I don't know of any, from what I looked at here in, in Arizona, well, in Southern Arizona, there's not a lot of programs for kids, I guess I'd say that. Um, so like I said, if anybody knows someone that's here in the Tucson area, if you're in Tucson, I really don't know. But like I said, if you know of any um, programs here, because they don't seem to have any programs for youth besides placements and stuff like that and that's part of us giving up if that's if it comes to that point we're hoping it won't come to that point i guess i put it that way because we're definitely not wanting to but what else are you supposed to do if you're a parent trying to raise a kid and the kid doesn't give a fuck what you're talking about they can care less what you're saying they can care less what your rules are they can care less about school just drop basically dropping out of school getting f's and d's and what is the i mean what other things do you have to um like i said to there isn't anything, well, I forgot where I was going with that, but there isn't anything else that we can do or say. The cell phone's been taken, that type of thing. What do you do when, when it comes to that point? I don't know, like I said, if anybody else has any options, I know, like I said, we've dealt with families like this all the time. We've had plans and we've had all this stuff, and of course it's not working for our household at all. Not even just the tough love talk or we love you and this type of thing. It's like it don't even care.
I don't know if anybody else is out there has experienced anything like this. Please let us know. Like I said, definitely leave it in the comments, and I can share this with him. He's not on his podcast. I'm just, this is my podcast channel, so of course, he will be on here at some point, I'm sure. But but like I said, definitely, definitely share it with us. We definitely want to know what you all are doing, what you all have done that's helped you all. Because we know all the professional things, therapy, we know the behavioral plans, we know all the things that anybody would come into a household and do. We also know how to, of course, build rapport and that kind of thing, just working with family and friends and just having a normal conversation with people. We already know how to do all those things. But we never thought, it would, like I said, we would even get to this point where we would not even be able to reach the person that's inside of our household that we love and that we see potential in. So like I said, definitely, like I said, I'm, I'm definitely asking for assistance. I know we have, he and I have, like I said, 46 years of experience working in the social services field with families and kids just like this, including our own families. His father was on drugs as well. Mine was too. That's, they both died of an overdose. We've told her these stories. We've told her these things. Of course, shared our stories. We have a very open household about, whether it was about life, sex, religion, whatever it is. Any questions that she's ever asked, we've always given her the answer. Well, at least I have. And her father has, from, from what I understand, what I've seen as well. And like I said, we have a very open dialogue with things and try to explain things the best way we can. Of course, have her look up stuff to make sure that she knows it's not just coming from us when it comes to, of course, like I said, the laws and different things. You look it up and figure it out yourself and figure out what you understand from it. You have her do stuff like that, too, because you have to. she has to understand that it's not just the parents who have rules. It's every damn body in society that she's going to deal with. Job, school, police, environment, whoever it is, apartment complexes, they all have rules too. The same rules we're enforced, trying to enforce at home, the same rules she's going to have anywhere else. And like I said, we've had all these open conversations, open dialogue, with usually the main ones talking. Because like I said, she'll just tune out after the first minute of the conversation, we don't even get anywhere really. Or I don't know, and then she'll say nothing for the next 20, 30 minutes. And we're just waiting and waiting and waiting, silent, waiting for an answer, there's nothing. So like I said, we're trying to figure out what to do at this point. Like I said, if you have suggestions, like I said, I would love to definitely hear from you. This is the first time I've actually done any kind of podcast episode like this. I guess I put it that way too. Because usually when I'm doing my podcast episodes, of course, I'm talking about different topics, stuff like this, of course, that type of thing. But this is the first time I've actually asked for some assistance on a podcast episode. And I'm hoping that, like I said, for those who are, of course, subscribing, who are listening, please share this out with other folks. Especially if you know that they're parents and they have teens or have already raised teens. We've tried the church, church thing. We've tried everything that I can, I can think of. Besides, well, I know he and I had the conversation. We did let her know as well the last time she walked out the house and this kind of thing. Um starting I guess well she just turned 16 so the beginning of the year of course any we're of course providing, providing the basics she already know that we can't just leave her without food or lock up the fridges or not give her um water or that kind of thing <laughs> we, we, we we'd of course go to jail for that but she'll have the basics but anything else outside of that we're not getting she has to make her have however she gonna make the money she has to get out there and get it for herself meaning that any snacks that she wants any outside food that she wants Besides the stuff that we're cooking, you don't eat, you just starve. That's how that's going to go. Um, any clothes that you want, you have clothes and she already has clothes and shoes, so she can wear whatever she got and she grow out of it. You need to go back, make you some money and buy you some more. Washing the clothes, 
If you ain't got the money, your clothes will be dirty for the rest of your life. That's how that's going to go. Like I said, we're, we're just now trying to get the start, that particular part started. And like I said, that should, I'm hoping to have some type of impact because it's not just what we're trying to do inside the household. We're trying to teach her these life skills that she seems like she doesn't care less, she can care less about. And I know when it comes to teens, I work with teens, and he has two for years. I know when it comes to teens, of course, I know a lot of them, of course, are scared to, of course, grow up. We've tried to have that conversation with her as well. What are you scared of so we can help you, so we can help provide you with the best way to move forward? We've, we've, like I said, we've had those conversations as well. I tried to have them conversations as well. What kind of plan? What are you planning on doing with your life? Like we told her in the last conversation, we don't care if you want to go to college or not. Even if you want to just get a job after high school, that is fine. Whatever it is that floats your boat and it's going to pay your bills and get you a place to stay. We've had, like I said, we've had all those open conversations. Especially since we know that with the grades she has now, college probably ain't going to be an option no way. If she even get a chance to even complete high school. Like I said, these are all her responsibilities. And like I said, I know there's teens who, of course, fight against these responsibilities. But there's no way you, can, you can't stop your age from happening. I don't care what age you are. If you're 25 years old without a high school diploma, whatever you got, nobody cares about that. People normally care about what you can do for them and what kind of way you can work in their business, I guess I put it that way. Yes, you, you need to, to provide your own household, your own funds, your own way to pay rent, all this kind of stuff. That's for anybody. I don't care what household you're in. That goes for anybody. And like I said, we're... Um, just trying to figure out the best way to handle things. Like I said, if you have any suggestions, please put them in the comments. And like I said again, please share this episode out to people that you know that, that already either have teens or starting that teen and starting, I guess, just, just have kids, people that have kids. Hopefully older or young adults because they've already kind of gone through this process and or maybe already went through this process already and just, just gotten through it. I guess I put it that way. So like I said, we definitely... Like I said, I'm asking for help this morning. Like I said, he doesn't, I didn't ask him about this this podcast this morning, but I'm sure he wouldn't have any problem with this at all. He knows I talk on video and do all these things all the time. He knows this is something that I regularly do as far as teaching others or talking about different topics or sharing life lessons or helping somebody else move forward. Now we need the help to move forward. We need your assistance to help, I guess, in order to move forward with this particular child. Like I said, she has a lot of potential. Can sing, can do a lot of different things, but not putting forth any effort at all, just in the friends that she knows, and that's really about it. They all come first. And like I said, it's getting to a point where we're just like, okay, what is the point? What 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 else can we do? We've had the cell phone for months. She doesn't even care about the cell phone, to be honest. She care less. Yeah, she has a, her school computer, so she can still use that. It's the same exact thing, like I told my partner a few weeks ago. Might as well just give it back. What difference will make us the same damn thing as the laptop anyway? You can still download apps, of course, call and connect with folks, which, which she has been doing already, so what's the point? And like I said, definitely we're just getting to our wits end trying to figure out what else to do. We know everything to do. We've been doing everything, but like I said, she's not giving us any anything back at all. At all can care less about you with the actions, can care less. She can talk about all these things, but of course there's no action that follows behind anything she said. Trust of anything. And like I said, at some point, like I said, we're 
we're just to our wits end, just trying to figure it out. I'm to my wits end as well. Of course, I've help, been helping Razor for the last four, five, I don't know how many years, four years, I guess. And of course, love her just like I love my own child. Well, if I have my own child, I guess I will love her like I have my own child. Love her just like I have God's children. I love her just, just, just the same. Any child that I've ever taken care of, besides work, I love them too. But at home, of course, I raised many a children in my day growing up. As a teenager, I've been taking care of other people's kids all the time. Had to raise one of my other cousins for about a year, year and a half of his first first year of life. Straight out the hospital. I was I was a teenager when I was giving him to of course to raise. Like I said, I, it's not like I, I have a lot of experience raising kids, taking care of kids, all that personally, not just working in, in anybody's office. This is personal. Like I said, I love every, 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 everybody that comes my way. And like I said, I definitely want to see the best for her, and I've told her this as well, but she has to want to see it too. I don't care if anybody's listening out there that has a team that's running amok and that kind of thing. You could only do so. I know that. Me and him know that. You can only do so much for them. They have to want it too. But what do you do when they don't want it? That's my question. What else can you do? Are there any other options? I guess I put it that way. Any other strategies that anybody else is using that we haven't come up with yet? We've done a lot of things. I didn't tell everything here, but we've done a whole lot of things. But none, none, none of the things are working at this present point at all because she's not wanting to work it. I guess I'd say that. So like I said, I'm going to go ahead and get off here so I can get my day started. But please, like I said, share this out to other parents, please, y'all. We are. I'm asking for assistance this morning. Like I said, he's not on this podcast, but I'm sure he shouldn't have a problem with this at all. Because I told him the other day, I mean, I, I don't know how much more of this we can take in this household. I mean, we both have said that. We don't know what else to do at this point. And I'm sure he wouldn't have a problem with me voicing these things across this podcast, of course. I'm sure that. So like I said, we definitely, like I said, I know there's other parents out there. And I want to hear from y'all too. If y'all are dealing with kids just like this, what things are y'all trying? What things are you wanting to try? Are you, what are you doing? We've tried everything, professionally and personally, that we can think of. We don't know what else to really do. So like I said, definitely share this with somebody who, who can possibly assist in this situation because I know there's other parents out there that's going through this. I've talked to them. I work with them a lot, actually. He talks to works with them every single day now, still. That's what he's done for the last 24-plus years. That's all he's worked with. Youth and their families, that's all he's worked with. And I have done so for, what, 16 years of my career. Right now I'm working with seniors. I'm providing care for seniors and our, our elder population. And I did home health agency before I moved here to Tucson. And I'm still working with seniors now. But like I said, the other 16 years of my career, that's where I work with youth under the ages. Well, some of them were a little bit over 21, but young, young adults then on down to age zero when I worked in the foster care system. Like I said, we've tried everything. And like I said, I'm just reaching out. I'm reaching out for help. Because like I said, I know I see a lot. This child has a lot of potential at age 16. Even though she doesn't know the world. She doesn't, she doesn't, she doesn't see the world as we see it as adults. I understand that. But she still does have potential and some things that she can do in her life. But like I said, she has to want that too. So what do you do when they don't want that? So like I said, I got to get off here. So I can go ahead and start my day. 
Um, again, this is Tonetta, the social worker coach. And like I said, definitely, um, hopefully y'all will subscribe to this podcast and, of course, share this podcast episode out with, like I said, with, with others that, that may need to hear this, that may need some answers by the comments that folks are going to leave on here because we all need help. It's not just me and him. It's a whole lot of parents out there that he works with, I have worked with, that need help at this present time with their, with their teen kids. We all need help. So, like I said, we need some more options out there on what to do at this present time besides just giving up. And I know some other parents who have given up, actually. I know that. He knows that, too. He knows some as well. We're trying all all we can, y'all. And as parents, like I said, that's all that we can do is try all we can, but they have to meet us halfway, too. So, like I said, again, this is Tonetta, your social worker coach. I want to say thank y'all for tuning in. And like I said, this is the first time I've ever done a podcast episode like this. Because usually I'm not asking for help. Usually I'm giving the help. I guess I put it that way. But I'm asking for help and suggestions today. I know it won't just help us. It'll help other parents, too, who are out there struggling, too. Trying to figure out what else to do. So with this, y'all, peace out. I'll talk to y'all later. I'll see y'all in the next episode.